pay attention to what's happening locally. If COVID-19 is spreading in your community, stay home as much as possible Shut and up. avoid crowds. Shut up. I, I don't like it because it's so artsy-fartsy. my music as an escape from reality welcome back to another quarantine ears edition raw and uncut discussion we're breaking down the docuseries tiger king piece by piece quarantine ear style part four it's about the war the war the big war between joe exotic and carol baskin baskin robbins yeah carol baskin okay this episode might be my favorite so far. It, yeah, it, I think it was the first one I haven't had a moment of trying to fall asleep. <laughs> right. You're very bored by this. I'm not bored by it at all. <laughs> I think for some reason quarantine makes me sleepy. But this episode, beginning, <laughs> the, beginning to end, the way the drama is wrapped up, it's really yeah. very good. And there was a lot less like... There were some other things in the other episode that I felt like there was some needless shit, you know, mm -hmm. like the mm -hmm. Scarface footage and all that. But this one was like all killer, no filler. And I like this one. This was the best one so far. Oh, yeah. But Joe really hates Carol. I mean, you can't, <laughs> you can't overstate that. He's literally got blow up dolls with their name on them. He's shooting them. Shoving dildos in their mouths. Yeah. On this show he does every day at 6 o'clock, he's talking about her constantly. Yeah. He at one point decides that he's jealous that when people search for big cat stuff, her big cat rescue comes up first always. This is kind of a genius. So, it kind of is. If you're but... willing to be this petty... <laughs> It's, so, pretty, it's pretty genius petty. So he decides to make his traveling show, the GW's Zoo is, I cannot say that. That's too hard to say. That's not a good name. GW Zoo. Yeah. Stays the same. But his traveling show, he changes the name to Big Cat Rescue Entertainment. And it's like Big Cat Rescue and then Entertainment's real little. And he like didn't exactly copy her logo, but he did use like, an image very similar to one that she had on her website. And her organization is, of course, Big Cat Rescue. Big Cat Rescue. And so he did Big Cat Rescue Entertainment. He got a Florida phone number that would forward to his phone so that people would think it was from there. He had business cards that said Florida office mm -hmm. on them. So he was doing everything in his power to make people think that his traveling show was Carol's because, well, it's weird. He would then be first on the searches, which is what one of his employees said. So people would click on him and think he was, like, the place to go. But the other part of it also does seem to be, like, to get under Carol's skin. Yeah. Because this is her thing. And now people are calling her going, I thought y'all didn't do things like pet baby cubs. Yeah. And she's like, well, we don't. That's not us. 
Mm-hmm. So Joe is trolling, but he's also trying to maneuver legally because, of course, Carol and her current husband Howard mm-hmm. are suing the fuck out of him because essentially he's like made multiple death threats and stuff. He's made multiple death threats. They do this thing about the name. I don't know if they have a leg to stand on there. I don't know if that was one of the. There's so many lawsuits in this. I can't even know mm-hmm. who's suing who, when, for what. At some point, uh, there's a big display no protest they kind of do a protest in front of carol's big cat rescue and he's dressed up like a bunny that's been shot and there's all these people and this is because there was this photo that was taken at big cat rescue of these three like young volunteers holding dead bunnies feeder rabbits feeder rabbits and carol's explanation which totally does make sense to me even though hi let's maybe not post this on the internet is that it was the first time they'd been able to buy like whole animals like that to give to their animals. They weren't having to, like, give them pieces and parts. And so these volunteers were excited because their favorite cats were going to get whole rabbits. But Joe was like, Carol Baskin is a rabbit killer. Which is weird because Joe could not give a... Of course he's going to, like, feed carcasses and rabbits to his own tigers. No, Bobby. They get Walmart meat. I mean, we've already alleged with, you know, I think it's a pretty educational allegation, or at least reasonable, that Joe and other private zoo guys who are breeding are having to kill and euthanize their cats. I still don't doubt that Joe is doing this. I don't doubt that he is either, but he has a ridiculous amount of cats to be. Yeah, but if you're constantly breeding, I mean... Throughout this series, he's saying shit like I've got like go between two and three hundred, and then yeah. other people are saying he's got thousands. Well, thousands of animals in, total, include all animals. Yeah. Also, throughout this series, we're talking to this guy's name is Kirkham. He's a producer, former journalist. He used to work for those hard copy kind of shows. Yeah, he wanted to do a reality show about Joe. He makes a deal with Joe. Joe wants a reality show. And Kirkham's got the know-how to at least get this off the ground. And he signs a contract with Joe. And Joe's like, fine, you help me with my little internet show. And you can, he basically can have ownership, primary ownership of all the footage for his reality show. Yeah. The reality show, if it goes down well, is set to net Joe a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But the the propri- the property of the footage goes to Kirkham. Yes. So, and Kirkham's like, okay, I'll do your piddly internet show. And he happens to also sign in the contract that he owns that show from the point that he starts producing it. Yeah. So, Joe's trying to do a reality show. And he's getting, like, mad into it. And there's, like, scenes where Kirkham's described, you start to get the feeling that he and Kirkham are divided at this point. Because it's kind of played yes. out like they're friends, maybe. Up until, until now. And you see Joe, like, Yelling at his employees and firing them. And he's doing what usually producers tell people to do on reality shows. Yeah, but he wasn't being told to do it. He's just He just instinctively understands how to make his scene feel like a reality people show. People are literally getting fired because he wants to make good TV. Yeah. Not because they deserve to get fired. Right. It's insane. And so, but keep in mind, he's getting the shit suit out of him. Constantly. Yeah. And he is, of course, I mean, this guy is 
feeding old meat, old Walmart meat, processed meat to his cats and shit. Yep. It seems like if you're in that place, then one bad day and you don't have that anymore, you know, that's like a, that seems like a desperate move. Like, it seems like you need to start with uh, acquiring cattle or other livestock. And then if shit gets rough, you may be deal. But when you're already at that place, it seems like things could fall apart very easily. Well, and he's in a worse place because he loses this battle with Carol. Yeah, Carol is, of course, kicking his ass. Well, and she gets awarded a million dollars. Yeah. And when she gets awarded this million dollars, like, there's this journalist they talk about through this. And she's talking about how Joe's always been good TV, all this stuff. When the... When it went down that he owed her a million dollars, no one really thought that Carol was going to try to get that money because it's sort of just like, a, I beat him. Now he's going to leave me alone. That's mm. what everyone assumed. But she was like, oh, hell no. I want my cash or I want your stuff. Uh, yeah. It seemed to me like Carol wanted the zoo. Mm-mm. She wanted to put him out of business. Yeah. So she took his truck and his trailers and stuff that he would go on to do the traveling show, so he couldn't do that anymore because the whole thing about that was travel to let people pet babies. Yeah. And she starts taking, like, different parts of his stuff, and then he starts blowing up his shit on the internet. Yeah, he's he's kind of, he's making this easy for her. Talking about how he's going to kill her. And it's, of course, his pettiness is just going to amp up her own pettiness. Yep. So I don't know what more you would expect here. It's like, it's like Joe's, you know... Figuratively speaking, he also does it literally, is shooting the gun and then yeah. wondering why th- someone with another gun is shooting back. Exactly. And so all this kind of culminates in, you know, she's been, people have been coming in and repossessing his stuff. He's been blowing shit up. They've been fighting on the internet. And then they wake up one morning and the recording studio is on fire. It had, it not only has all of the footage, which Kirkham admits he never backed that up. Yeah, Man, stupid. Whenever you get lazy and you don't back your shit up, you will lose it. Yep. You will eat that shit. And Kirkham should have, Kirkham's been involved in TV long enough to know better. That's a fireable offense. Absolutely. No matter what business you work in, if you're responsible for backing things up and you get behind on backing things up, you're done. I mean, I'm running a piddly little podcast. Oh, come on. For, uh, you know, a few hundred a week uh, dedicated, interesting, cool people. Who we love each one individually. And so, you know, I know to back my shit up. And whenever I forget, whenever I get lazy, I eat that shit for mm-hmm. sure. But also, there's like a alligators and crocodiles in this building. That and is they, the saddest part. And they got burned up. Like seven, I think. Seven or eight. It's so... That's horrible. That's so horrible. Oh, Joe was at a funeral in Chicago, wink, wink. Yeah, he was out of town. It's funny because they actually talked to his husband. um, And he even brings up the fact that people were asking me, could Joe have done this? And he said, well, he was out of town, but he could have made a phone call. He even admits this is totally within the realm of Joe's possibility they have a person on a video footage. Yeah. And Joe and the other, like, head, the head guy who takes care of the zoo, the manager guy, they both basically accuse the filmmaker. Yeah, Kirkham. They say, they claim that he, that, that videotape before it burned down showed him, it looked vague, some guy in a ball cap walking by. 
the yeah, studio. Yeah, who maybe it, looked a little skulky, but that was it. Even if it was him, it wouldn't be unusual that he would be there because yeah, he's he all over there. this place. But, I mean, he was there right before the fire. It's definitely arson. They can't prove who did it. But the case for it being Joe gets, like, stronger because we find out that apparently part of it was Carol had asked the filmmaker about the footage. She says she was just trying to warn him. She wasn't trying to get any footage. But some of the stuff that was on computers and on videos in that space had been subpoenaed. Yeah. And apparently... Joe and Kirk Kirkman, Kirkham, Kirkham had had a fight like a month before that when Joe realized that Kirkham owned the rights to not only the reality series but also his television show, and he was so mad about that because some of the stuff in there he didn't want necessarily shown. Right. He realized, oh, I've been literally letting you film me twenty four seven, and I don't always make the best decisions. I don't want this all out in the world, but he had no say. So we get footage of Joe. Going to see his lawyer. I don't know who's with him holding a camera. I, I think Joe was. He was. Why is he holding the camera? Because he films his entire life. But in this, he's going to talk to his lawyer and he's explaining that he's in a situation. He's being sued on all this footage that's being subpoenaed. And he asks him if uh, the lawyer's like, is there a backup of this footage? And he's like, no. And he says, well... Then you know, then you know, you know what I'm talking about. You know what you got to do, right? And he's like, I know exactly what you got to yeah. do. And then there's a point where he gets in his truck and he goes, well, I'll probably find somebody who wants to make $10,000. Mm-hmm. It's right there. Yeah. I don't understand how he's not, well, I mean, he's in jail now. He's locked up now. Yeah, but not for any of this. But we're getting to the, we're slowly getting to where he's locked up. Yeah, so the last little bit is there's a new character that comes in. Oh, first of all, they rebuild the alligator house. Yeah, for some guy builds and studio. It, some guy builds it for eight. It's like over a hundred grand to get this built. Some guy builds it for eight grand. And they were like, "Why did you do that?" And he said, "For the animals. Yeah, yeah. I got to pet so many cool animals." And this is when I looked at Bobby and I was like, "All these people are drunk on cats." This <laughs> is what I'm saying. This dude in Myrtle Beach has a harem. That he pulls exotic animals are like honey pots to people. Yeah. They want tiger vaginas. They want elephant vaginas. They want lion vaginas, cougar vaginas, bobcat vaginas. Can we, can we not vaginas, talk about their vaginas? Baboon vaginas, no, chimpanzee vaginas. Um, I'm not doing this show anymore if you say vagina one more time. Don't. Just move on. Human vaginas. <laughs> no, don't leave. Wait. All right. That's the last one. But these animals are honeypotting all these people. That's how people are getting cheap to next to nothing labor. Big discounts on like construction. Yeah. Because people are like, yeah, I know. I don't have the money to pay you. Here's a room full of baby tigers. Do you want to go roll around and play with them? Go bring, go get your kids. Come bring your kids around here. Have them play with some baby tigers. Wouldn't that be cool? It kind of makes sense when you think about it, right? Yeah. But. Ugh. So, now... A, a dude comes up. A dude comes up. Joe still doesn't have any money. Uh, Florida still wants him to pay. And so, he meets this guy. Something low. Jeff? Jeff Low, yeah. And this guy's like, I got money and I got cats. And <laughs> I want to be your friend. And he's just like hanging out. And the 
Oh man, I knew I thought I was gonna said I was gonna remember it this time. It starts with an S. The lady who got her hand bit off, she said the way that she was introduced to Jeff was this is our new investor. Yes. He was like putting up envelopes of money on the internet TV show saying, Here's a here's a ten thousand dollar reward if you can prove that or if you for evidence leading to the arrest of Carol Baskin, not even her conviction, just her arrest. This guy's suddenly And he doesn't even know anything about this no, shit. He's before now. Up, he's paired up with Joe now. Also, we discover that Joe has been to to try to delay lawsuits, has been putting everything in other people's names. Oh, yes. Especially his mother. His parents. He's put shit in his parents' names, not even his own names, to avoid things getting taken away. He, at one point, was like, I don't know anything. What this happens is that everyone also ends up getting sued because leases are being passed around so much that even the guy who, like feeds the tigers who makes $136 a week is having to be subpoenaed for all mm-hmm. this because he probably had the zoo in his name for like two weeks at mm-hmm. a time. And his parents are coming out on GoFundMe videos saying this damn Carol, but it's their son yeah, that's been draining them of everything. And I guess they had a pretty good nest egg and he completely drained it. And it sucks. They just got a shitty kid. Yeah. It's like he's who blames everybody but himself. And and he put this on his parents. And, of course, they get sued. But he knows that he's not going to get sued. Right. He's giving them that risk. But he's not taking responsibility for laying them down on the train tracks or talking them into it. And it, it killed his mother. Yeah. And he doesn't... It, and it doesn't matter to him. Yeah. I mean, he says it does, but it doesn't. So this Jeff Lowe dude. Sorry, I'm just feeling know, my upsetting. feelings. This Jeff Lowe dude, some uh, big dick swinger who lives in a penthouse in Vegas, drives a Ferrari. He's showing Joe Exotic all the trappings. Like, oh, look at this. Look at all the money I got. And Joe's like... <laughs> right. So Joe starts putting things in Jeff's name. Yeah. So, yeah, he uh, he figures, oh, Jeff's going to invest. Let's see if Carol sues Jeff. Then Carol can't sue Jeff because Jeff didn't do nothing to Carol. And no, she can. Oh, for for what? I don't know, but they basically said she'd have to move all the lawsuits. Right, right. So they didn't intend, they didn't expect her to not sue anymore. They just wanted to make it more difficult for her again. It just seems like Jeff is more able, I mean, based on what we know. But the dude's no. full of shit. Because the dude's full of shit. Because we find out at the very end that he ends up owning the zoo and then everything goes to hell. The mansion that he schmoozed him in was rented. He's behind on his Ferrari payments. (laughs) Dude does not have any money. And this person who, again, there were like a few new people in this episode that we haven't seen before. A couple new employees or the guy that built the alligator house too. They are here and this woman says he stole the zoo. Yeah. No, uh, Joe. He didn't steal the zoo. Signed it over to him. He he stole the zoo. He no tricked more than Joe the way Joe tricks everyone else. Yeah, exactly. But and everyone's so loyal to Joe. So suddenly, this Jeff Lowe guy owns the the big big cat rescue entertainment or G and W, whatever the fuck you call it right now, owns this zoo, and that's crazy. Where we end on that episode. I feel like I'm getting more interested. Yeah. So, we'll go to the other one now. Okay. Well, no, like Jeff Lowe. Nope, nope. I thought I could trust him. 
and oh my God, shit hit the fan. I didn't know that that mansion was rented. I didn't know that he was behind on Ferrari payments. And as soon as he got the zoo in his name, the evil side of Jeff and Lauren came out.